2024 is the year that you realize that you are a blessing, not a burden. It is the year that you raise your standards so high that it inspires those around you to rise up and exceed their own expectations of themselves. 2024 is the year that your soul family finds you. 2024 is the year that you heal your relationship with your voice. 2024 is the year that you honor the sacrifices of your ancestors by living in your fullest expression. 2024 is the year that you build wealth from the inside out. I want to invite you to a masterclass called Easy Money because this was the first year that all of the principles that I had hoped were true about being able to magnetize money, being able to sit back in my feminine essence, move when I'm inspired to do so, and attract the financial blessings into my life, they all came true. And yes, I have been able to make incredible money with very little to no effort. But the money is a beautiful byproduct of the being that you can experience when you move as money, when you feel wealthy, when you move through space, when you listen to people that you care about from the ears that you would as a wealthy woman with nowhere to be, no financial stress, you're just present. I want to teach you how to play as the wealthy woman that you are, how to create as the wealthy woman that you are, how to love and how to be and how to attract more financial abundance, but also just abundance, period. This masterclass is on January 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You deserve to be in the room. Money loves you. <laughs> and walking into 2024, let's walk in as wealth. DM me on Instagram at samantha.bove for the invitation, or you can click the show notes and sign up there. Let's get into it, angels. I'm Samantha Bove, and this is She's Too Much. This show is for the woman who's been told that she dreams too much, talks too much, cares too much, thinks too much, feels too much, needs too much. And I say it's about damn time that we are even more. Because that thing you think makes you too much is the exact thing the world needs more of. This was the best year of my entire life. And so I feel quite spiritually qualified to title this podcast episode how to have the best year of your life. And my formula for how I manifested what I wanted, how I called in magic into my life, how I healed parts of my soul this year, my formula is not going to be 
exactly your formula. But my hope and my prayer with every single thing that I say on this podcast, on my Instagram, is that you hear my stories and something clicks in you. You hear my story and you connect the dots. You start to make your life and all of the hard times and all of the beautiful times, you make your life mean something. And through that meaning, you find faith and you find trust in yourself that you know how to make this year the best year of your life. So I'm going to share some truths, some lessons that I embodied this year, not things that I kind of, there. there's no half-baked ideas here. Let me just say that. Anything that I'm going to share with you on this episode, I have embodied. It is my truth that I will be bringing into 2024 and into every year for the rest of my life. And I'm going to share some of those truths with you today. So sit back, enjoy, take it in, feel into what lands, and let's make this the best year of your life. Number one, hmm. life can only move through you when you get out of the way. We are the reasons, hmm, the very human part of us, the program part of us, the triggered, traumatized, dramatized, projected version of us, this identity that we hold that is us in the world as a friend or as a daughter or as a partner, when we move through the world attached to the labels and attached to the identity that the world has given to us, we block the flow of magic and divinity to flow through us. So practically what this means is becoming a clear channel for divine wisdom, for your ancestors, for your inner child, for the version of you that's a 92-year-old woman with brittle hair and wrinkles all over her face. Imagine what that wisdom that woman holds. Imagine the magic, the knowing, the lessons that she has. We can tune into that if this current identity gets out of the way, <laughs> okay? And so bring to mind the identity and the identities and the labels and the roles that you no longer wish to associate with. And in this moment, change can happen instantly. You can drop those identities away. For me, that was the dumb one in my family, the messy one, the chaotic one, the ungrounded one. Personally, it was the one who hated the sound of her own voice, who thought that accepting the bare minimum and fighting for my boundaries rather than claiming high standards for my life was acceptable for me. Those are identities that I no longer associate with. They are not in my field. And my identity that I choose to, to wear now is one where I prioritize being a clear vessel for divine truth and divine wisdom. Hmm. That's it. And so every single day before I interact with the world, before I post on Instagram, sometimes even before I send an email, definitely before I hop on a client call or enter a Reiki session or press report on this podcast right now, I say a prayer 
that gets me out of my way. I tune into the space in between my eyes. Mm, I feel into that energy center. I relax my shoulders. I breathe into the spaciousness in my heart. I connect to my womb, which our womb, uh, our wombs, <laughs> it's the space that connects women to the divine. It's the space that connects souls to a body. <laughs> it's incredible. So I feel into those energy centers of spaciousness and I invite divine wisdom to come through. And I say a prayer just asking me, asking myself, asking all my angels, all my guides, all of the women who have come before me and all of those who will come after me and all the ones that I am working with, you, that I'm co-creating this podcast with you, I ask, please give me the words, the energy expression, the intonation, the articulation so that my message, your message, our collective message of love hits. <laughs> make it potent. God, universe, source, make it strong. I say that prayer, I ask, and then my practice is getting out of the way. So that light, that love, that flow can flow through me right now like it is. No notes here. <laughs> this is me getting out of the way. So magic happens when we get out of the way. Lesson number two, you are time. It comes from you. I go a lot deeper into this in episode 18 on the podcast called Collapsing Time and Making More of It. What I want you to know right now is that every single time you say, I don't have enough time, or you think I do not have enough time, or you think I wish I had more time, you are talking about wanting more energy. And if you fill your days with things that enhance and bring vitality to your being and enhance your overall energy flow, you will never be in a time deficit. You will actually have so much time that then your biggest problem becomes, ooh, what am I going to create first? And then your biggest joy comes with, ooh, <laughs> how am I going to utilize this time? What am I going to do with it? Quick example, you know that time between when you're done with your work work, maybe like 6 p.m. or so, that time between 11.30 p.m., <laughs> that's five and a half hours of your day, every day. How is that time usually spent? I know for me, for years, 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 and years, that time was wasted. It was wasted on worry thoughts. It was wasted on Netflix. It was wasted on just honestly killing my time instead of living my time because I didn't realize that I was time at that point in my life. And so... If you start to use, let's just say those four and a half, five hours of time to your benefit, to connect with yourself, to do things that give you energy, imagine how many more dozens of hours you have every single month to create, to build a relationship with yourself, to deepen your understanding of the way that you work so that you can move through the world with that wisdom because you intimately got to know yourself because you spent the time on yourself. And so if you struggle also with alone time, 
and not knowing how to use the time that you do have, I invite you to check out episode 19 called Energy Audit. It's called What's Straining You and What's Giving You Life. And I talk about alone time in this episode. And I help you to find the things that are better uses of your time. And when I say of your time, I mean better uses of the way that you can connect with yourself so you can remember that you are time. More in that episode. Third lesson, my body is my power. Cherish it and celebrate it. So story time. About two and a half years ago, maybe even going on three years or more, not sure, I was in a really different place than what you're hearing right now. I was engaged and I knew I was in the wrong relationship. I had recently lost my dad. He became my angel and I was seeing a Reiki practitioner every single week. And earlier the day in the day before I went to go see my Reiki practitioner, I was living in San Diego at the time. I it was maybe May and I had looked at my then fiance and I said, oh, you know what I want this summer? I'm so excited to just be in a bikini and feel confident in a bikini, not because I've really changed my body, but because I love my body this year and rollerblade on the beach. And he looked at me and he was like, if that's what you want to do. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, come again? And he's like, if you need to be in a bikini rolling down the beach with everyone around, like, that's what you need to do. So I took that into the Reiki session and I'm laying there. And every time I receive Reiki, I am connected. I'm connected to my future self. I have different ancestors come through. And my dad's mom came through named Angie. And she looked at me. And she said, your body is your power. And it hit me. That to love my body is to love my home. Because I'm not my body, I'm my soul, I'm my spirit. But for this lifetime, for this very precious amount of time, my body is my temple. And so to decorate it with all of the love... <laughs> with the adornments of jewels or little skimpy bikinis, to wear my hair wild and big, to smile with pink lip gloss on, to strap rollerblades on it and stroll down the beach block. That is a celebration of my home, just as I would fill my physical home with flowers and with beautiful art. That's how I want to see and treat my body. My body is my power. Cherish it and celebrate it. I think we're on lesson five. I didn't plan this because we don't need to. Five, if you don't have the energy to do something you know you want to do, pray for the energy and it'll come. In the meantime, rest. Take your rest as seriously as your work. Like really rest. <laughs> don't just think about it. Do it and don't feel bad about it. Recognize that rest is work. It's just not hard work. It's not this lie that we have been sold by the patriarchy and by the capitalistic society that built our school system and indoctrinated us into a belief system that 
makes us think that we need to work hard with force, with pressure to create something beautiful. That's not the feminine way. That's not the intuitive way. We can work easy. We can work light. We can work soft and receive. It doesn't mean we sit back and do nothing. <laughs> we have to show up for our blessings. But it doesn't mean that we have to work hard to do it. One thing I gave up this year was telling myself I was going to rest and not doing it. You know what I mean? It's like you tell yourself like, oh, Saturday, especially the entrepreneurs or the creatives here, Saturday, I'm just going to have a relaxed day. Then it would be 3 p.m. and half of my brain would be in, well, I should have followed up with that client. Well, I could be working on the course. Well, I could be creating content. And I didn't actually fully embody my rest. I was half in, half out. And my dad always said, always said, don't half-ass anything. You might as well not do it. And this year, I took that lesson into my rest and into my play. I will not half-ass my rest. I will not half-ass my play. I will not half-ass my joy. I'm going to full-ass that shit. <laughs> Always. Because that's fully living. That's fully being in the moment. And we get this programming so much of like, don't half-ass your work. Work hard. Show up. Yes. But what about play? <laughs> what about creating art? What about listening to people? What about dancing? What about all of the other life experiences, making love? What about all of those that build such a vital part of your essence that will fuel the work and make it easier, make it softer, make it lighter, make it more flowy? So if you don't have the energy, pray for the energy and it will come. And in the meantime, take your rest really seriously. Silly seriously, but seriously. I think we're on number six. <laughs> All my type A people are like, is she kidding me? She's on 12. Love you guys. Um, number six, wake up every day. The first thing you do is you say thank you and mean it. Number seven, you don't need to have confidence or have clarity in order to make incredible decisions. All you need is to make a decision and sit back and watch the magic unfold in the mess or in the success of the choice that you made. Because really, it's all kind of the same thing anyways, which like, what a relief. What I mean by this is that every single decision you could make is going to have every range of human emotion. That's just what we're here for. That's what you signed up for when you decided to be a soul and say, I'm going to come into a body for the next 80 to 100 years. You signed up to feel every human emotion under the sun, which like, cool. So understand that each decision in different quantities and in different flavors, but every decision that you make, if you're a human, you're going to feel heartbreak in that path. You're going to feel joy in that path. You're going to feel success. You're going to feel pieces of purpose and fulfillment. You're going to feel failure. You're going to feel fear. 
and you're going to feel love. So no matter what path you take, what's not really that important is what's the best path. It's how do I show up on that path with faith, with love, and with presence. And if you feel confused about which path to take, the question that I always ask myself is, which path has the wisdom that I need right now? So if we're looking at two paths, let's take a dating. My dating season <laughs> is coming to an end. So I'm, I will be doing a podcast on that because I learned a lot <laughs> and had a lot of fun in my single season. Let's use a single, let's use a dating example. So I could date this man or I could go this path, okay? Ask yourself, which path has the wisdom that I need? So let's say date this man, entertain this man who I'm getting a feeling is not my king (laughs) or go solo, get off the apps, get connected to yourself. This was honestly something that I did. Get connected to yourself, take a break from the scene and magnetize him instead. Okay, pros and cons in each. Ask myself, which path has more wisdom? I looked at the path with this man and what I realized was, is that I already got the wisdom. I got the wisdom. It was packaged in different men and packaged in different lessons, but the wisdom was in this path, in this relationship, you will have to fight to have your boundaries met But in this path, you get to work on understanding what your standards are. And then from there, you magnetize and you call in your man, your king. And with this belief system that I can tune into all of the potential paths for me and extract the wisdom from them before I even have to make any decisions or have to take a step into that path... (laughs) It's really freeing. And we all have this ability to tune in. This is called path play. Play with the paths. Play with the options that are in front of you. We have infinite paths. We have infinite destinies. It is your free will to decide which path you walk down. And you can walk down a different path today if you feel like the medicine and the wisdom in that path is what you need. Lesson eight. I need someone to help me. Lesson eight. What are we on? Lesson eight. (laughs) Everything isn't funny, but it could be funny. (laughs) Oh, I'm just going to let that one. I'm going to let that one ride. Lesson nine. Fear isn't the enemy. Stop trying to get rid of it. A little fear is okay. Lean into it. Listen to fear. Meet it with faith. Because all fear means is that you're about to enter the next level. And it's not trying to hold you back. Fear is just asking you to hold its hand as it walks into the mystery of the unknown. Fear just wants a little attention, a little appreciation, a little respect. So stop slamming the door on it. Hold its hand, walk in faith with it, and listen to the little bits of wisdom and the little warnings that it's trying to share with you. The issue is that we're always running away from fear. We demonize it, especially this personal development world. It's like, fuck your fears. No, 
Listen to your fears. Be with your fears. There's wisdom in your fear. Be patient. Be willing. Be brave to sit with something that can come off a little ugly and sometimes a little aggressive. But can you blame fear? We ignore it at all costs. Invite it in. Hold its hand. Listen. A little fear is okay. Lesson 12. My voice is a channel for wisdom and a siren call to attract the people that I am meant to love and be loved by. Use your voice. It is the magnet. We cannot talk about becoming a magnetic woman without talking about healing your relationship with your voice. And most people, men, women, everyone, have a harsh relationship, have a damaged, have a broken relationship with their voice. Maybe not you. I pray, I hope. (sighs) But I did (laughs) until one day I realized that my perception of my voice was just a perception. I was putting these labels of too Jersey, too harsh, too Italian, too much, (laughs) too loud, too passionate, too emotional, too emotive. Why was I putting those labels on it? Because of shows that I've seen? Because of offhanded comments that exes have made? How did I feel about my voice? Because your voice is the carrier, is the messenger of your spirit, of all of the wisdom that you have. It's like the song of your literal soul. So love it. Decide today. Bring it into the rest of your year that when you hear the sound of your voice, it's a reminder of your heart, of your love, of your good intentions, of your passion, of your emotion, of your lived experience, of the love and the light that you want to bring to the world. Now, when I hear myself back on a podcast, while sometimes my beliefs change rather rapidly and I say, ooh, don't really feel that way anymore, which is okay. When I hear the sound of my voice, I think, damn, that's a woman who's showing up for herself, for her people. She's doing good work. Keep going. Lesson 13. The more I love myself, the more the world shows me that love in everything and everyone. Truth 14. When women trust themselves and embrace their true nature, the entire world benefits. Do your part to live this truth by living your own truth. Truth 15, if you find yourself up in the middle of the night, it's a call to prayer. This is a quote from my friend Tasha's dad, who's now her angel as of this year. And oh, ah, thanks Tasha's daddy. I can feel him. He's so happy to have his legacy continue on like that. That's so cool. (laughs) Hi, Tasha. I love you restlessness at night or restlessness during the day, I choose to take that as a sign that I need to pray. And prayer to me is just, it's communicating with whoever, whatever you believe is your God, 
your God. So for me, it, it can be different, but it's this feeling of Mother Earth. It's this feeling of my highest self. It's this feeling of my soul. It's the feeling of my angel. It's the feeling of my six-year-old free-spirited inner child that you know, put uh, orange bikini bottoms over her jeans so she could dance like slave for you to Britney Spears. It's all of that. That's prayer energy. It's thinking about the moment that I meet my baby girl for the first time. It's, it's that. That's prayer. It's connecting to wisdom that doesn't make any sense, but you know is real. And so in moments of restlessness in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day, just pray. You don't even have to ask for what you want. You don't, you don't even have to ask for the restlessness to end. Just pray. Tune in to something that feels magical. A moment or the mystery of the unknown. Just praying. The last truth that I'll leave you with and simultaneously offer you an invitation is that making money is easy. So let it be easy. In December, I posted one Instagram post about a retreat called The Magic Woman and Joshua Tree. It's a Reiki retreat and I'll be holding more in 2024. So if you wanna know more, just DM me or go to samanthabove.com forward slash Reiki retreat. And within about 10 days, I had made over $25,000 and will be attuning and certifying eight new Reiki angels into the world. There was no formal sales calls. There was no sales page. There was no email sequence. There was a few Instagram stories, some DMs, a few beautiful, fun, silly, hilarious soul sister calls and an energy exchange of what they wanted to give me to experience what Reiki is, to meet new soul sisters, to tap into their magic, to make art <laughs> off their phones for four days in the middle of the desert. I sat back in my pleasure and my joy and my magic as I made money. You can do that too by finding what it means to tune into your own wealth frequency. And I'm hosting a masterclass to teach you how to do it. It's not my way. It's a masterclass that will help you find your way because you know. It's on January 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's really easy to sign up. It's just $22. And when you make that investment, it starts. When you spend your money with ease and with confidence, that's how you make it. When you make your money with ease and with joy and with confidence, you spend it on things that will fulfill you and satiate you. Go to my Instagram at samantha.bove and just DM me easy. Or you can head to my website, samanthabove.com. Easiest way to get in contact is just Instagram. And then the link's below in the show notes as well. Happy New Year. I am asking that you celebrate every single part of yourself. The parts that died, the parts that were born, the parts that got real ugly, and the parts that got really beautiful this year. Wishing you so much love and magic in 2024 and all years to come say hi and if you like this podcast it's my new year's request that you share it with a friend that you love that you're sending blessings to share it on your instagram tag me message me i want to hear from you see you next week you